Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider in the like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story which comes from true refrigerator 741 and asks am i the asshole for not housing my brother's mistress my brother 51 male his mistress 47 female niece one years old backstory my brother had an affair on his wife They have five kids. After quitting his job, they moved in with his in-laws. My brother's mistress got pregnant. She decided to quit her job. She was evicted from her previous rental, leaving my niece homeless. My brother's wife decided to try and work things out. I ended having a lot of family pressure to allow my brother's mistress and my niece move into my rental to try and create a stable environment for my niece. Eventually, I agreed to allow them to move in with a couple of conditions. Number one, pay $500 each month. Most of it goes to the cost of the utilities. Two, no dogs. The mistress quickly agreed. Since the rent is extremely cheap and and let us know she will be starting her new job soon. The first month I received half the rent. The last five months, nothing at all. It's become a burden for me to keep them there. I'm working additional hours to cover the expenses. My brother's mistress never went to work. I've tried and tried to talk to them, trying to work things out. It's going nowhere. I gave his mistress a 30-day notice to move. During that time, I found out she is pregnant with baby number two. My brother's wife kicked him out and he moved into my rental with his mistress. They didn't leave after the 30 days. They ignored my attempts to talk to them, so I served a five-day notice. Still no reply. So I went to the court and filed for an eviction. Since they were served, my phone has not stopped. Just about every family member has called upset. My dad told me to finish it. He feels like my brother needs to man up and take care of his kids, both from his wife and mistress. My dad told me to put my kids first. My mom, however, is livid. She told me that I would be responsible if my niece and the new baby taken away by CPS. She said my kids are old enough to understand mummy working extra hours in the name of supporting family. She feels I should continue working overtime and paying for their expenses until the new baby arrives in seven months. Am I the asshole for kicking my brother's pregnant mistress to the curb? And the first thought that popped into my head, why isn't your mum taking them in? Quick to tell you to work the overtime and to house them like that, but no offer to take them in from her, of course. I don't think you're the asshole in this situation. You're not responsible for their actions, but Krazy for you says not the arsehole. This is usually how these things go when a family member is pressured to help people who are suffering from a self-inflicted situation. You are never going to see the rent you are owed, and if you allow them to stay, you are only delaying the inevitable eviction later down the road. Notice how your family that are telling you not to put them out are not offering to take them in. They are totally being disingenuous. This is all part of the enabling of your brother and his mistress. 
There is no reason for the mistress to pay rent because she's proved that nothing will happen if she doesn't. It is not your job to finance your brother's new family. IZ says, I feel really sad for your sister-in-law and you as well. What a terrible situation to be put in. Your brother has taken advantage of your forced kindness and has no regard for anyone else. It doesn't make it better your mum's enabling a 51-year-old man cheating and laziness. Why have two partners if you can't even take care of the mistress and need to bully your sister too? Not the arsehole OP. I really hope you kick him and his family out. He's too old to be acting a child. Bat says, not the arsehole. If their kids get taken by CPS, that's because they are bad parents. It's absolutely not your fault and you have no obligation to them, especially considering how many chances you gave them. You were very forgiving until you absolutely couldn't be anymore. And Cutie Patootie says, not the arsehole. Why isn't your brother working? Your mum thinks it's okay for your children to be without you because you are working and tired from all the extra hours. But it's okay for your brother to screw around making children he's not supporting. Tell her to let them move in with her. Mina says your parents can take care of them, not the asshole. People are struggling with finances and your relatives aren't the only ones. You still have your bills to pay and you shouldn't have to work extra hard because someone else isn't. Nor should your mum even say that to you. Again, she can raise her grandkids and CPS will place them with family first if that even went that far. So again, that's her chance. And Ray J says, is he the golden child by any chance? Not the arsehole, you've done enough. They can all go live with mum if she feels that strongly about them being homeless. And OP responded saying, yes, he is the golden child. So OP gives us a few short updates. The first one starts off with, to answer a couple of questions, yes, she is pregnant. I was there at the ER when the doctor told her. I also found out she wasn't using any birth control. As of right now, the court date is Monday morning. I should find out there if there is a judge that will allow additional time for them to stay. In most cases, it is 72 hours, unless I drop it or allow more time. Last, my husband and I have talked about taking the babies into our home, just them. It's a major change for our kids. We will feel like it's something we need more time to decide. Update 2. My mum showed up to my house tonight. It's quite the drive. She's been crying. I invited her in to have dinner with me and the kids. After my kids left with my husband trick-or-treating, she tried again to allow my brother to stay. She said with their health, they couldn't allow them to stay in their home. I told her that I feel like I'm enabling my brother to not take responsibility for all his children. I told her I'm tired of working non-stop for someone who is more than capable of working. She left sad. I will see my brother for the first time since he was served tomorrow at court. It will be interesting for sure. I'm a little heartbroken, but it needs to happen. My hope is the judge doesn't extend the time they have in my rental. I feel like it will just make things harder. Update 3. Okay, so I went to court today. My brother and his mistress didn't show up. The judge did a good job. She ruled in my favor. My brother has to be out by Saturday. If he is not, the constable can remove him and his mistress on Monday morning once the court opens up. Everything was going good until my husband asked the judge if we're responsible to notify my brother of the ruling since he was not there. The judge said we could pay for the constable to deliver a copy of the ruling today. I gave the constable all the info, including when my brother and mistress would be home. After I left the courts, I got a call from my parents both on the line. I told my mum the constable will deliver the court's ruling to my brother to give them the maximum time to prepare to move. My mum was dead silent. My dad burst into laughter. 
I was then informed the reason my brother and his mistress didn't come to the court was they had outstanding warrants I knew nothing about. So there is a good chance they will be arrested today. I can't enter the rental until next Monday. We'll update then. If I am present, when they go to remove my brother and his mistress. I was told today if they are not gone, they will have 15 minutes to gather whatever before they could be removed by the police. Opie then gave another update in the comments, which says, here is the update for this week. The constable and us showed up to the property. He told them they had 15 minutes to grab whatever and leave. My brother went off. I sat in the car. My brother started threatening me. I've never seen him act so horrible. I just sat in the car not replying. Then he just started smoking, not packing anything. His mistress was screaming from the house saying, you told me I would never have to move. You told me your sister wouldn't evict me. The last mum. My brother slammed the door in the constable's face and locked it and refused to leave. At that time, additional police were called out. My brother's response was yelling he was going to knock me out. He has a gun and will use it on me. Again, he has never treated me this way. So the police asked me to leave and go get lunch in hopes they could calm him down. Nope, it didn't work. That to knock the front door in. They gave his mistress 35 minutes to pack things. She didn't. She just sat in their car, mad. We changed the locks and cleared open food up. Then on Tuesday, I got a call from the constable saying they needed to get an inhaler. I'm not required to give them medicine. I'm required to give them their identification. However, I drove four hours back, loaded all medicines in a box, put all important papers, photos in another box, told the constable I was ready. They showed up quickly. He handed them the boxes and they had another meltdown. Calling names and more threats because they wanted to go into the house. I was told they set up secret cameras and they were watching me and know I touched their stuff. The constable told them it was illegal to secretly record on private property and they could go to jail for two to 10 years. Then my brother started walking towards the constable in an aggressive manner. So I called the police. My brother told them to arrest me. The police told him I wasn't the one going to jail. His mistress took the boxes and left while yelling. I know I have to see them again, but I'm thinking about filing a restraining order against them. The police recommended I do that. Then OP posted another post, which was titled question about hard living versus vandalism. So I have a rental property. I'm at the end of an eviction of my brother and mistress. I was told by my family they ripped doors off the hinges from them slamming them. Some doors are broken, cut blind cords, small kids not being watched, nail polish all over the hard floors and carpet and so on. I won't be able to see the property until Monday to assess all the damages. I was wondering what constitutes hard living versus vandalism. Is it worth the trouble for my insurance company to come out? Since it's an eviction, I don't see them paying for any of the damages themselves. And I just don't get the parents logic in this one. I know it's your child, but then to put all the responsibility for his life choices on your other child like that, working all this extra time and spending time away from her children. I just don't understand that logic. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another story. And before we do get into this story, there are some warnings on it of stalking, attempted kidnapping, and attempted murder. So if you do want to skip the story, this will probably be like the last story on here. So feel free to skip it if you want to. And it's from Throwaway Dog Stalker who says, My 28 female dog attacked my stalker after he broke into my house. Now, my sister-in-law, 32 female, says my dog is too dangerous to be around my niece, or female. I feel like I'm going crazy. This is kind of complicated story, but I'll just get into it. I used to be in this controlling, kind of abusive relationship. When I finally broke it off a year ago, my ex started showing up in places, trying to get me to take him back. Eventually, it developed into full-on stalking. He would show up at my work and took to just waiting outside of it after he was banned. Leave notes on my car when I was at the grocery store. Leave all kinds of flowers outside my house and then stick angry notes on my door after he saw me throw them in the trash. Wrote me all kinds of weird, obsessive emails and letters. I've had to change my phone number three times. The behavior escalated over time and got scarier slash more threatening. In one instance, he started a small fire in my driveway but the police couldn't get enough evidence connecting him to it. It was after that instance that I put cameras in my yard. I previously only had them pointing at my doors. I was horrified to learn that the police couldn't do shit about any of this until my stalker actually was caught doing something illegal, like breaking into my house, at which point I might already be dead. I decided I wasn't spending the rest of my life waiting for the other shoe to drop, so I got a handgun and a concealed carry permit took some self-defense courses and started doing strength training. I also looked into getting an attack dog. But after all the money I'd sunk into my other methods of protection, they were prohibitively expensive. So I went to my local animal shelter and got the scariest, meanest looking dog I could find. This is where Thor comes in. He's a 100 pound American bulldog. Looks like he'd rip your throat out on sight, but he's basically a gigantic teddy bear. He loves every person he's ever met, is incredibly sweet and gentle with my four-year-old niece, enjoys other animals, and even loves the mailman. I just kind of accepted that he probably wouldn't do anything to protect me from my stalker, but it didn't matter that much because having such a huge dog made me much more confident. I brought Thor everywhere I could and was working on getting him trained enough to be an emotional support animal so I could bring him inside places with me absolutely would not do this until he was trained well enough to not disrupt a regular service dog. Last month, I woke up in the middle of the night to Thor whining. I was groggy and thought he had to go to the bathroom. So I got out of bed and opened the door. At that point, my house alarm went off and pretty soon after that, I was face to face with my stalker. I started screaming and went to run for my gun. Before I could do anything, Thor ran across the room in full attack mode. The memory is really blurry for me but there was blood all over my living room and I remember my stalker eventually able to escape, at which point Thor chased him outside and then came back to me. When the police showed up, they said Thor was a hero who'd probably saved my life. 
I don't want to list what they found in my stalker's car after they caught him, and I'm shaking a little as I type this, but I'm sure he was going to bring me somewhere and kill me. It looks like he's going to prison for a long time though, so my nightmare is over. Pretty much everyone in my life thinks Thor is a hero, except my sister-in-law. She and my brother have a four-year-old, the one I mentioned above, and she says she doesn't want Thor around her, the child, anymore. She says since Thor has snapped in the past, he could do it again, so he's not safe to have around kids. We used to see each other a few times a week before she decided Thor was dangerous. The way she words this makes me really angry because Thor didn't snap. He saw a stranger break into his home, heard his owner scream in terror, and he reacted to defend me, himself, and his house. Nothing about that screams dangerous around children to me unless my niece is also going to break into my house and threaten me. This is also a very emotional issue for me because Thor isn't just a dog to me. He's my safe place, my hero, the one who protected me and kept me safe when no one else could. I've also gotten increasingly anxious since this happened and I can't go anywhere without Thor. I barely leave my house. I hate to pick up my groceries from the store instead of going in because I know Thor isn't allowed inside. And all my friends know that if Thor isn't welcome in their house, I'm not coming either. Although they are perfectly welcome to come hang out at my house instead. I'm really going through it and I'm working with a therapist to overcome this. Luckily, my office is still fully remote, but I need to be able to go back to work once we're in person again. But I really, really need my brother and sister-in-law support. I think my sister-in-law thinks I'm just pouting and, and that's why I won't just leave the dog home and come over without him. I don't know how to explain to them that the fear hasn't stopped just because my stalker is in jail. It's actually a lot worse than it was before. I've already suggested they come over and I create Thor, but that wasn't good enough for her. But what can I do to make her understand the situation better? And there was lots of comments on this one about, you know, the dog being in hypervigilance mode right now. And if you have a flashback when someone touches your shoulder, he might do it again. Other people saying, you know, sister-in-law is being totally ridiculous about this. Many people saying that, you know, they're incredibly proud of OP for the way that they're dealing with it and Thor as well. And of course, others saying, you know, you're protective of your dog. She's protective of her kid. But then OP did update their post, which says, I definitely didn't expect my last post to blow up the way it did. Thank you so much to everyone who commented. I appreciated that I got advice from all over the spectrum, from people who completely agreed with me to people who completely agreed with my sister-in-law and people who thought both of us had a point. It helped me see that the problem is more complicated than I thought, which helped me understand that my sister-in-law wasn't just being a dick. It also helped me decide what things were and weren't fair to be angry about. I also appreciated seeing a few people comment making fun of me for needing my dog with me the majority of people yelling at them and saying that I was acting pretty reasonably for someone who endured a violent attack. I don't want to be seen as someone delicate and I'm glad that most people don't see me that way. Reading everyone's comments, I had this moment where I was like, yeah, they're right. I did almost get dragged out of my house and murdered just a few weeks ago. Who the hell are these people to say how I should act? I felt really good and I really, really appreciated it. Anyway, the conclusion I came to in all of this is that while my sister-in-law is well within her rights to protect her daughter, she went about it in a way that disrespected me, both as a friend and as a victim of a very recent violent attack. Both my parents and her parents live locally and babysit all the time. She and my brother could have easily dropped my niece off with them and came to visit. It probably would have been a while before I even noticed my niece wasn't coming around. 
at which point I would have been in a better place and more understanding that she was uncomfortable with her daughter around Thor. Regardless of what some people said about how my sister-in-law and brother don't owe me anything and all their allegiance goes to their daughter, I simply do not feel that way. We were extremely close before this happened. I was always there for them and would literally drop plans to babysit my niece if my brother and sister-in-law needed a night to themselves. The very least they could have done for me, after I was almost kidnapped and murdered, is try to find some compromise. We went from seeing each other three times a week to pretty much not seeing each other at all. Even if they weren't okay with me creating the dog, they could have easily dropped their daughter off with grandma and grandpa for a few hours so I wouldn't feel completely isolated. I also have a yard so they could have come over with her and we could have all hung out outside while Thor stayed inside. I've been upset about this for a while, but wasn't sure if I was right to be upset until so many people echoed that sentiment, so I appreciate it. I invited my brother and sister-in-law over. I promised it would only be an hour or two and insisted they leave my niece with my parents and tried to lay this all out without being confrontational or acting like a dick. To my surprise, my brother and sister-in-law had no real understanding that I've been having a difficult time. They thought I was basically fine and everything in my life was more or less back to normal now that my stalker is in jail. I didn't get to it in my previous post, but during the year that I was stalked, I worked really hard not to show many outward signs of fear. I even made jokes about having a stalker. I knew people wouldn't want to hang out with someone who was constantly going on and on about some bad things that were going on in their life. I didn't want to be that person who was perpetually in crisis. And more than that, I just didn't want to always be thinking and talking about having a stalker. I wanted to not think about it as much as possible. So I guess I might have come off as unaffected by the whole thing. I'm not sure if I totally buy that they didn't know I was going through something traumatic and that I was taking a huge toll on my mental state. I mean, I got a gun and paid for tactical training. I bought a home security system. I got active in self-defense classes and strength training, things that I previously had no interest in. Even if I wasn't walking around telling everyone how scared I was, I think anyone would have been able to tell. Plus, who just brushes off having their house broken into in the middle of the night? It seems crazy and they don't seem so emotionally unintelligent that they'd think that. But both my brother and sister-in-law did apologize for being insensitive. When I pressed my sister-in-law on why creating the dog isn't good enough, she eventually relented and said it would be fine. It probably helped that the entire time they were over, Thor was asleep and loudly snoring in his crate. A paranoid part of me is convinced they just don't want to deal with me in a fragile state, made up an excuse about my dog, and are now just going to come up with some excuse about why they can't see me. I invited them over for dinner in a few days and they're coming, so I guess I'll just have to see from there. I can't stress enough that these used to be my best friends. I'm heartbroken to not have had their support. I've been trying to rely on my friends more now, but thankfully they've all been really supportive. I'm really lucky that this happened during the pandemic because nobody is getting frustrated with me and I've basically refused to leave the house for a month. They're all perfectly happy to pick up takeout and come over to watch TV for the fifth night in a row. In other news, yesterday I left my dog at home and drove around my block alone. I was shaking the whole time, but I did it. I keep trying to remind myself that I spent a whole year fighting back even though I was utterly terrified. I just can't lay down and die now that I'm so close to getting my life back. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. 
And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time, not just towards me, but towards one another as well is absolutely amazing. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.